You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I'm just saying, if it if it's happening during tomorrow's show, we may need to take a break so that I can go undercover. Because I kind of want to see what's going when on. I, when I got to get in there, I mean, I could broadcast live and live tips, but I'm probably going to have to get some kind of a disguise. I'm going to have to go in there assuming some things. And, oh, I've got some ideas of what I could do. Oh, well, I, can go I in do there share ahead a wall time. with one of the apartments. Well, no, I'm not saying that. I'm going to go in ahead of time dressed up as a banker. And then I'll uh, I'll see what I can How find out. How do you out. dress up as a banker? There's something happening there, Sarah, and I need to get in. The country PI needs to investigate right. what's happening at your Okay, apartment. I this, need some help, so I, I, I'm curious to see what you think. This needs to happen. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internets, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Quick reminder... If you're going to do any shopping online, especially, you know, since the blah, uh, blah, blah. the Valentine's Day is coming up here oh, pretty soon. Oh, it sure soon. is. The Valentine's celebrations. Um, and if you want to get your, your lady something special, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link. That's that's how you take care that's of that. That's the ticket right there. That's the hot ticket. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to get your lady for something and doesn't necessarily need to be right on Valentine's Day, you can always go to SonicSketches.com. Yes, And pick up anything. Way. Because you don't have to celebrate right on Valentine's Day. No, no, not at all. Surprise her with right after Valentine's Day. Surprise her every day of the year. Or every him. Day. Or whoever it is. Mm-hmm. Surprise them every day of the year with a gift by going to FunEmploymentRadio.com first and clicking on links. Uh, all right, so, so there's that. So we've got a bunch of stuff we're going to get to today. I also have some, I may have a new edition of, of Greg's List, including a failed one of my own. But uh, before we get to all that, we need to talk about what's going on with Sarah's apartment. Now, we've discussed this. There's a couple of things. Uh, of course, if you don't know, Sarah lives in a very large apartment building mm. in, uh, in Portland. Yes. Yes, if you will. It's several stories, a lot of, I don't know. I it's don't know a how really many units. Old, 100 units, beautiful, we'll say. It's a, whoa, 100. I don't think it's don't that know. many. Okay. There'd probably be like 40. 40 units. Yeah. Okay, 40 units um, in there. So there's, there's a lot of people in there. And there's been a few things that have gone on, one of which is the fact that you, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, that you believe there may be uh, somebody using an Airbnb, turned one of their apartments into an Airbnb. Mm. Now, this is a secured entrance apartment complex you're in. Yes. You, you can only get in if you have a key or the a code. A key or, or the code. That, uh, and the code allows you into an area where a lot of people's storage units are. Storage units and bicycles and all of that stuff. And we discovered a couple of weeks ago that somebody in your building is using their apartment as an Airbnb, where they're renting it out to random strangers, and judging by the reviews, they give them access to everything, including the storage units. And that's what they say, too. And they're like, oh, and you have full access to this area where you can store your bicycle. Here, we'll give you the code, everything, you know, like, and everybody else's possessions that yeah, pay rent there. Right, and that's that's definitely not allowed, I would, uh, I would, I think that's pretty safe to say, not allowed. It isn't, and I was actually yeah. re-looking over the rental policy because there's some, um, like, rental, uh, you can apply their applications, and I was actually looking, and one of them was specifically, like, cannot be rented out ah. for somebody else. Well, there yeah. we go. So mm-hmm. they've been doing this, and they did it publicly. It was posted online, all these things, so we, we figured it all out. And so that's been going on. But now something else has happened 
just yesterday, because I saw you post something about this, and and maybe you can explain what it is that's going on in your apartment complex. Yes. All right. So I, when I got home yesterday from work, um, I had noticed, you know, I walked into my building, and I had noticed that I saw a sign on my neighbor's door next to me, and I actually took a picture of the sign. So I have it. I'm going to post it into the chat right now, and we can attach it. So here's the sign that I saw on my neighbor's door. And for anybody who can't see that, what what exactly does it say? Okay. So we'll, uh, we'll attach it to this episode. So there was the sign, and it was labeled to the apartment number that's the apartment right next store to mine, which I know the girl just moved in there probably like three or four months ago. So it was all you know, all renovated, like all good, and she had just moved in there. So the sign was posted on her door, taped to it, saying, uh, we are having an inspection of the property of, of and of your apartment on Wednesday, February 11th, between the hours of 10 and 1 p.m., uh, 10 a.m., 1 p.m. This inspection will be attended by a representative of our bank and myself. Please have your apartment presentable for inspection. We much appreciate this. Thank you. And so and this is only on a few of the units. It's not on every unit. You didn't have one on your door. No. Okay. No, I didn't have one on my door. So what I did when I saw this, I was like, well, crap, what are they doing? I'm like, well, maybe because I haven't seen my next door neighbor mm-hmm. since she moved into that apartment. So basically she moved across the hall. She was the, the lawyer lady that I was telling you about. Oh, yes. Okay. So she's the one that's been there. So she moved from the apartment that's, you know, the uh, couple breakup apartment that people move into only last three to, you know, six months there. Yes, we've talked about that apartment. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then, like, they're gone. I think the couple that was in there is now gone. Doomed for any relationship it's that It's doomed, and also it's it's right above the dumpsters. Okay. And the garbage is collected quite frequently, and I think that they don't tell people that. Hmm. So when the garbage is getting picked up at 5 o'clock in the morning, okay. and that's where your bedroom is, that's not the most awesome sound. Okay. So anyway... So the lawyer lady moved across the hall into this fancy, like, nice apartment next to mine. But I have not seen her at all in, like, the past couple months. It's been a couple months since I've seen her, and she's, like, literally right next door to me. And I'm okay. always going in and out of my apartment. Okay. So when I saw the sign, I was like, is she? I'm like, what are they doing? Well, A, I didn't know why they had a banker there, mm-hmm. if they're bringing a banker. And B, I'm like, well, does she have an Airbnb, too? So I decided to go downstairs and investigate because I'm like, well, if there's one door that has this on it, Maybe there's going to be more. So I actually went up and uh, ran around my apartment complex looking mm-hmm. to see how many of That's them That's kind of a pre-screen were. for the country PI. It was a pre-screen, so you're mm-hmm. welcome. So I looked, and out of the 40, there uh, there were 12 signs. Okay, 12 no signs. No rhyme or reason, like not in all like signs of the like, okay. same sign of the apartment, like not all on top of each other. But one of them, one of the signs was, in fact, on the Airbnb apartment. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I don't know, because my... As we've talked about, my landlords and I have not always had the best relationship. Remember when they had my scooter towed? Yes, years yes, ago. They, they did. They are, and see, and this is the reason that I know them, and I know that they're a little sneaky. Okay. And I think that they could do something like, I'm, and maybe this is well wishing. I don't care if I have to move. I have to move. I don't own the apartment. Okay. I, well, what's, I, well, explain what your theory is with that. Well, my theory is, is I think that they're trying to smoke out the Airbnbs. You think they're trying to smoke them out? I think they might. You think there's 12 Airbnbs in there? I don't think there are 12 Airbnbs in there, but I think by putting the Airbnb on a list of other apartments they're investigating uh-huh. or assessing for like a bank loan or to be sold or to be plowed down okay, and now, wait into a condo, condos. Okay, now wait a minute. There's, there's a few things on there. So that sounds like two different theories. One theory being that posting this up and saying that the banker's going to come in, and I've seen a lot of people post on this that they – think maybe you know they're either taking out a loan or they're they are going to sell the building it does happen mm-hmm. in portland quite a bit apartment buildings turn into condos because they can make a whole bunch of old crap load of money on totally it. or maybe um, it'll turn into like an airbnb like a airbnb place. i gotta I say know. your building complex wouldn't make for great condos it's not plus i know i the, mean the, your, your apartment's nice but it's a studio i wouldn't pay i wouldn't pay a condo price for mm-hmm. that you know no and it's really old i mean it's over 100 years old and um 
Yeah, I don't uh, I, I don't know for sure. So, I mean, they could turn it into condos. Maybe they turn it into other Airbnbs. What I do know is that I've, I've lived there for about four years, and I know the landlords. I've talked to them many times. They don't seem – they've had this property in the family for quite some time. Okay. And maybe money will change it. You know, maybe if they're getting offered, you know, $4 million for their apartment complex, maybe they just don't want to deal with it anymore. But they're there every day, you know, working on stuff. And they seem to really like it. Like the handyman that they've had there has been there for like 20-something years. Mm-hmm. That's the so, sneaky guy that comes into your apartment, The sneaky right? guy, totally. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. It's, you know, if it's okay. sold, it's not my property. But I mean, the, but that's what I was thinking. But knowing them and knowing like the situations I've had with them in the past where they seem – they're – they're not the most friendly people in the world, but they're you know they're efficient. They keep everything pretty safe for the you know for the most part. Except for allowing Airbnbs when Except random strangers that are coming Airbnbs into. The, coming I would say in. that's not safe. That's not safe. I would say that's not necessarily keeping a close eye on the tenants. Well, I will now state for the record. After all of this Airbnb talk of the place in my apartment. Then there's the one unit, and it was verified publicly, address, everything. There's the one unit where people were renting it up to, like, um, I don't know, like even, I think, in January. I think they might mm-hmm. have rented it in February, mm-hmm. too. I did decide to print out the Airbnb advertisement, along with a lot of the reviews stating the things about, like, oh, and she gave me the code, and I was able to get into this locked access space, mm-hmm. all that stuff. I printed it out, and I put it in my rental box. Nice. Did you put a note on it? I or? didn't put a note on it. I just okay. put it in there. Okay. I just put it in the box. I'm like, you know what? Do with it what you will. Maybe I'm giving them some grand idea that they want to turn the whole place into Airbnb and triple their money, whatever uh, they want to do. That wouldn't... No, I can tell you that's not what the hotel is going to. I mean, the the, the apartment complex is not going to turn into a hotel. Yeah, that they wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, to, they they. I don't think they can turn the whole thing into air. I don't know. These people seem to really like the integrity of the building, you know, and they really like the history of it. I mean, they're. But then again, money's money, so I don't know if they need money or if they're going to sell it. So regardless, okay, but, there's a banker that's coming in to look to assess the property. Okay, again though, there's two things there. So you did place that in there regarding the Airbnb because I, I know did. a lot of people were writing and asking you know you should write them out because that seems really illegal and mostly I would say it seems unsafe um, it is it, is it seems illegal. very unsafe I looked at my rental agreement and I looked at the new rental agreement so and it's... it is illegal for anyone in that particular place because you sign a lease you, mm-hmm. you don't have a down payment you can't sublet it you cannot sub- it's anti-subletting and which in Airbnb is subletting Like, and I have no like if somebody is allowed to do that that's fine in my particular building it's not. Mm-hmm. So don't give me shit about it because I don't want strangers wandering around, you know, uh, my building with like the codes for all of my possessions. I, I don't know why anybody could give you crap about it. I mean, that's not what you sign on for. It's an apartment complex, mm-hmm. you know, and that's and it's in the lease. And Airbnbs are great, but you have to go through your your landlord. To well, and let me tell you, when I applied to live in my building, I had to go through a very thorough background check. Yeah, but the people on Airbnb do not. They do not, no. Yeah, and they have access to everything. So that's good. So you turn that in. So you did drop that into the uh, into the rent site. I did. So I thought about it. you know that they are aware of it now. I did get, think of like a lot of the pros and cons, and then I was reading a lot of the assessments of the you know the people staying in the Airbnb, and like when all the people were talking about the access and the keys and getting to wander around mm-hmm. everywhere, it just it, it weirded me out. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they no, and that's They weren't out. Well, no, that's – I don't know who would be against you on this. This mm. is – yeah, you're absolutely 100% correct. That was the that was the right thing to do. Bold move. I'm assuming you didn't put your name on it or anything? Nope. I just – I, I okay. put the information in there. Yeah. Good. That, so it's there. Good. I mean, So they're aware of it. Ultimately, it's their decision. I put it in where I know that, mm-hmm. that they check the rent, and if they want to do something about it, they don't. But as I was saying, they are a little um, – they're a little sneaky, and I think – that maybe they don't know how to handle this, or maybe they do, but but I did see one of those notes out of the 12 that were in the apartment complex, out of the 40. 
I did see one of them on the Airbnb on door. On the verified and Airbnb And it was like door. a couple days after I put that into the rent box. Okay. All right. So we got a few different things here that's going to be going on. I think this is, okay, let me, let me just do this because, I, A, I'm going to need to go in on a sting, I think. I'm going to have to get do a sting operation. Um, as we know, you know, I am basically a semi-pro private in- investigator. Um, self-proclaimed as the country PI because this is what my whole uh, my whole thing. You know, I, I kind of want to be the future Matlock, so I'm like the country PI. You know, I'm not an attorney though, and I'm not technically registered. But since I grew up in the country, I see things that other people don't, and so I think I think I can help you out here with this. So I'm going to throw out a few different theories, and I'm going to need to. Uh, what is that? Gonna, this is the new country PI theme music. Okay. Yeah, no, I debuted it last week. It's it's pretty amazing. It's it's from something. If you can guess it, great. If you can't. It's country PI theme. All right, that's your country PI theme is a little loud. <laughs> it's got to be loud, Sarah. The country PI is loud and proud, and he oh sees everything God. that's around. He don't mess around with your city folk styles. All right, so they could be trying. This would be a pretty elaborate scam if they're trying to like flesh out the flush out the uh, the uh, Airbnb people, um, because really they could just go in and say, "Ah, no, you're out of here." Yeah, you know that'd be that'd be a lot of work. I think there's maybe something. Maybe they have some suspect. Maybe they're suspecting other Airbnbs. So they're doing some spring cleaning because can they go in there and see if they have like personal possessions in there or not? Like if their well, closets are empty and they don't have any like clothes or shoes. I or mean, I guess they could, but I mean, pictures. Pe- some people don't. Maybe that's just how they live. I mean, if they went into your place, they'd see piles of clothes on the ground. And well, maybe, they know I live there. Well, maybe they'd think multiple people live there because there's so much stuff crammed into one apartment. You know, I mean, that's it's I'm a saying, tiny apartment. What I'm saying they... is, what I'm saying is, I I don't think. I don't think they could really go in like, you don't have any clothes. You're out of here. You're out of here. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> no, I mean, well, I mean that could just be like somebody who's poor. Is that something you can do? Like if it looks like somebody doesn't live there? I don't know. No. Well, maybe they're a minimalist and they just wear the what same do they clothes care? every day. What do they care at that point? If they're renting it out and they're getting a check, if they don't pay rent, sure. But if they're getting a rent check, I don't think they're going to care if you like rent it out and don't really stay there. If you're having other people stay there and you're making money on it, that's where they're going to Oh, care. yeah, and they are making some money. And that's, and that's where they're going to care. Mm-hmm. All right, so. Okay, so so I don't I don't think it's necessarily that. I think, all right, using my country PI brain here, I'm going to see outside of the box, kind of go around the box and think about some things that they could be doing. I think you could have something a little more, oh, yeah, it could be a little more nefarious than you think. A little more sinister? All right, so they got a banker coming in. They have a banker coming in. All right, and they don't—they probably don't want you in there. They said they want the place nice and tidy. Yeah, they did say specifically that they want it to be presentable. Uh huh. Okay. They said, uh, please have right. your apartment presentable mm-hmm. for inspection. Okay. What does presentable for inspection even mean? It's like I'm in like Here's boarding school or something. Here's a theory. All right, I'm gonna throw out a theory. And again, until I get a sting and I go undercover, and I'll talk about my sting here in a second. Um, one theory. They're laundering money, and they want the place nice and clean so they can find loose floorboards where they're going to store their money because they're laundering it through the apartment, but they don't want to run it through the bank, and so they're going to be storing things in each of these apartments. Why would they be bringing the banker if they're not going to store it in the bank? Well, because the banker's in on it. So the banker is in on storing money in the floorboards of the apartment. I'm not saying it's drug funds, but I don't know what it is. And they're storing the money in the floorboards of the apartments. They want it nice and clean so they can they can store it in there. Theory number two. If we expand on that, those people could be in on it. 
They are not in on it. Okay, they're not in no, on it. No, that's what uh, people have speculated and asked me. That, that they're in on it for yeah, laundering money? They are not. I have that's seen... That's what people have speculated? No, not in on it. Spe- Other people speculated no, that? The, no, somebody has speculated that uh, my landlords are in cahoots with the Airbnb people. That they are actually in on it with mm. the Airbnb. I've seen the mm. Airbnb people. And I know the landlords. These are dirty, stinky Theory hippies. number two. What? They're getting access in there. And here's what they're going to do. They're running an even bigger scheme. you got way more going on at your apartment complex than you realize. These 12 units, they're in cahoots with the Airbnb people, and they want to bust them, and they're installing uh, secret recording devices and camera equipment in there. And some of the people that are living next door to them are actually undercover agents, and they're running a whole sting to try I to bring the whole place down. I live next door to down. one of them, and am I an undercover agent? No, I don't think so. Okay. You would be a pretty bad undercover agent. I think I'd be an amazing undercover agent. I think you'd crack agent. in a second. Um, because I have been an undercover agent this entire time, and you didn't know. You would crack in a second. I don't think it would actually work out for you. I, I really don't think. I really don't think that would work for you. All right. Let's go with another theory. Here's what, well, here's what we're going to do, actually. Because the, the really, I can speculate all I want. I'm not going to know until I get in there. Until I get in there on You're the action. You're not getting in there. Here's Again. what we're going to do. Yeah. Tomorrow, so probably the banker's going to show up, but I imagine they work for a big bank. I'm going to assume. Bankers work for big banks. Yeah, so it's a big bank. And then on top of that, you know, the your landlords, they're not going to know all the bankers there. So here's what's going to happen. It's between, uh, they, they gave the time. I'm going to show up there, fresh-faced in a nice little a little suit. I'm like, hey, how's it going? Are you guys uh, with the with the uh, with the apartment complex in the bank? Hey, my name's Steve. I'm an intern. They actually just sent me out here to try to follow along and see what you guys are doing today. And uh, I don't know if uh, they let you know, but yeah, I'm gonna be here with you today, just kind of going through the apartments. Bam, I'm in. They'll be like, oh crap, okay, we got this intern with us, but he's on the in. He's with the bank. He just said he was. And so he's going to go along with you. Strange guy in a little suit. No, I'm an intern. Say that he's an intern. I just got hired on by an intern, and I'll suss it out, and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, you know, I mean, uh, was it your manager? Who's your manager?" And he'll be like, "Oh, my manager is uh, Martha, and she's you know in the downtown office." I'll be like, "Yeah, it was Martha. Martha, um, I think Martha worked with the school to bring me out here. So uh, regardless, I'm just going to kind of follow you around and and work with you." What school do you go to? Lewis and Clark, that sounds like a banker school. It's an attorney school. Lewis and Clark, but I'll, I'll or I can say no because that may, they may be able to figure that one out. Okay, I go to. Um, Greg, you're not getting into the apartment. I go to uh, Rutgers uh, Southern University branch because Rutgers has a Southern University, and I go to that one, and I'm just kind of out here, fresh faced, you know, on the on the West Coast for the first time, excited to get into banking. And see what's going on. You know, I just kind of want to follow you guys around and, you know, ask some questions and see what's going on. And then they're stuck with me. They're stuck with me and I'm in. I'm in for the I'm in for the whole time. I can tell you it was signed by I'll the... I'll have a briefcase and everything. Oh, my God. It was signed by the man landlord. Carrying my papers. Uh, the our male landlord. And he is not a friendly dude. He will not let you tag along. It doesn't matter because I'm with the bank. He's going to want to make a good impression. Because whatever it is, the bank is there. It's there for a reason. He's not going to tell me no. Because you don't want to, you don't want to piss off the bank right away. I'm in. This is it. I'm in. So I'll have a briefcase with me too, because that's you know, that's what uh, bankers carry around—a briefcase and I'll have a pen. Do, I think in the eighties nice they carried pen. around. Do, do they still carry around briefcases? They'll put like a handcuff. I don't even know it. what a banker looks like anymore. Yeah, no, they they wear like a, a kind of a tweed suit, and then they have um, 
kind of a brimmed hat. I could wear a hat. I might have, I'll have an umbrella because bankers carry umbrellas. And then I'll have a briefcase. Are you still talking about your banker outfit? Yeah, I'm talking about what my outfit will be. Nobody cares about your banker outfit, Greg. And then I'll have my briefcase. Are you going to wear a pork pie hat too? It'll be, I'll be a fancy briefcase. It'll be one with the little locks on it. With the combo locks. locks? Yeah, swirly lock or a combo lock. Um, Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, I'm Steve the banker. You're too short to be I'm a banker. I'm an intern. I am not too short to be a banker. I picture bankers being tall. No, like no. They fill out their suits a little bit. Like you know, tall and tallness instills you know trustworthiness. No, you look like a little squirrely banker. I don't think I'd want to. That's I, I don't ex- think I'd trust a little squirrely banker. That's exactly the kind of banker you want. You want a squirrely one that's going to kind of figure out how just, to make you money. I was bankist against you. I'm sorry, but yeah. I don't think that I don't. I don't want a little squirrely banker. Aaron's in the chat. Greg talking about his banker outfit, or is he trying to cosplay as the penguin? I well, the penguin is kind of a banker. I mean, that's true. He's a he's a money man. He's a mover and shaker. But I'm 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 fresh faced. Okay. So I'll get in there tomorrow. I'll show up. I'm gonna need to st- uh, kind of hole up in your apartment for a little bit and like store my stuff, my sleuthing equipment. No, you can't oh. hang out in my apartment because it's full oh. of all my clothes. Okay, I've got to go down somewhere and get like one of those little cameras I can put like in the palm of my hand so I can take pictures as I'm going. Like, you could peep through the keyhole of my apartment. No, I'm not going to be a peeper. I'm not going to be a peeper. Oh, God, because that's just that's just past the line. No, and then on top of that, yes, I'll have I'll take pictures and I'll take notes and then I'll bust. I'll take it down from the inside. I'll work my way up. I work my way. Oh man, this is gonna be great. I'm gonna figure it all out. So, well, I really hope that the this is, I'm right, breaking it down right enough. now, Sarah. I'm breaking that's it down. Enough. I really hope the Airbnb people get smoked out. Yeah, well, I don't want to live like a. You know, I like my apartment. I don't want it to be like a squat house. Why are you no. dancing to the music? Nobody can see you dancing. I'm, I'm excited about tomorrow. It's not I'm excited happening. about going undercover. I'm sorry. That's exactly when we do the show, and it's not going to happen. You're not going to be able to stay at your apartment, though. I'm going to need to like take that over for a yeah, little while. Yeah, that's not happening. Or I'll probably need to hole up in there and get some of my sound equipment, and I'll put that on the wall. And maybe a camera in your keyhole so I can film people going down the hallway. Yeah. So yeah. you can film people going down the hallway. Well, yeah, then I have pictures. Well, I, I can evidence. tell you, though. I, my next-door neighbor, it's even more suspect because the sign was still up this morning. She never came home. <sighs> She never came home. That sounds like a Lifetime movie. Oh, okay. All right. I'm going to need the names of everyone in your apartment building. No, that's not happening. I don't know the names of anybody in my apartment building. All right. That's the first thing I'll ask the landlord. I'll be like, I need the names of everyone in the building, and I need their occupations and what times they're at home, um, you know, just for banking purposes. And then you just say, for banking purposes, and people give you everything. Well, that's one way to do it. Anyway. That's one of my side jobs, sir. All right, why don't we why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break here and do a little bit of a world of crazy? Oh my goodness! I'm so excited for tomorrow, Greg. Sorry, I need to calm down for a minute. You do need to calm down. You're crazy. I think you finally hit the crazy fan. No, I'm excited to go undercover and try to bust this thing and bust it wide open, Sarah. You know what's going to happen is a I'm fresh faced like, intern. I totally have this with fresh face. It's funny. I totally, you know, have this dream that, you know, really my landlords are the smartest people alive and they're, you know, they're smoking out the Airbnbs, but really what they're doing is just analyzing it so that they can sell the building or up my rent. That's pretty much it. No. Yeah. That's too easy. I know. You know what I've noticed, too, is that people, 
when you ask them a question, they're very honest about what they think is happening. I need some glasses, too. Because when I was asking people about what they thought about the banker, like, oh, yeah, your, your building's turning into condos. Oh, no, 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 they're selling your building. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, everyone's I don't just- see your building. I've seen your apartment, and I've seen the other, the other ones in there, kind of. I mean, um, I don't really see it as condos. You're not going to be able to sell a lot of those as condos. I guess if you, like, combined some of them, it's not really a... It's not really a demolition. Like, it's an old, old building. It's not set up for condos. You'd have to really do some work to change it and make it suitable for that. Yeah. Nobody's going to want to buy a condo on the inner side of the building with no, like, windows or anything. Yeah, I don't know. Or a basement condo in a. I appreciate appreciate people being honest, but, like, it was starting to... It wasn't so much refreshing as it was just freaking me out when everyone's like, oh, no, you're totally screwed. Oh, bankers? Oh, that means they're refinancing. That means they're going to sell it. Oh. Maybe sell it, but not condos. I just don't see it. <sighs> All right. They're laundering money. All right, anyway. Looking for another place to live. Woo! Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Soon to be homeless. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, Greg, we started with an airplane story yesterday. Now, let me tell you a little bit about... This airplane story. Now, there's a woman who is named the Serial Stowaway because she is able to sneak on multiple planes and fly without tickets. Oh, she's a sweet. white woman. It's like Catch Me If You Can. It is like Catch Me If You Can, but in this day and age, it's not really as, you know, whimsical anymore oh. if somebody's able to get on planes without tickets. Okay. So this woman, her name is Marilyn Hartman. Now, Marilyn Hartman doesn't let a little thing like airport security get in the way of her travel plans. No, she's named the Serial Stowaway. And she's been arrested several times for attempting to sneak onto flights across the country or loitering at airports without a ticket. So this time, the 63-year-old single California woman allegedly got past security and got onto a flight from Minnesota to Jacksonville, Florida, and then checked into someone else's hotel room. All without a ticket? All without a ticket. How? Does it, does I it don't, explain? It doesn't say how she did it. It says how she did a previous one, so I'll tell you that one. Did she, like, print out a fake ticket or something? But, I mean, they have the barcode on it, I, I guess. Don't, I mean, I guess she you could was make able a fake s- barcode, but... She was able to sneak on, and this hasn't been the first time. Well, huh. she was caught this time. She was charged with impersonation, defrauding an innkeeper, which I thought was kind of interesting that they're still called innkeepers. Yes. Yeah, so defrauding... Old-timey. An- Old-timey. Uh, defrauding an innkeeper and trespassing. So uh, Marilyn Hartman boarded a flight in Minneapolis-St. Paul to Jacksonville without buying a ticket. Doesn't say how she got on Sans ticket, but she was able to. When she landed, she allegedly then boarded a shuttle bus to a Swank Plantation Hotel where she actually was able to lie her way into a $300 villa. I mean, it's completely illegal, but I got to say I'm pretty impressed. You like like her moxie? I like the moxie if she got into a $300 hotel by just... What, what did she say? Oh, my name's Mary and I forgot my ID. But I need my villa. Uh, and so, she's 63, so she probably just played forgetful. And who's going to, like, turn away a 63-year-old woman? Oh, she wouldn't lie. She wouldn't be duping me. What happened when the actual uh, woman showed up? Well, the jig was up hours later when the real guest arrived. <laughs> yeah, that But would... by the time the real guest arrived, Hartman had disappeared when the hotel staff tried to contact her. Police were able to find her where she was, still in the hotel, but hiding in a ground-floor room that was under renovation. Oh. So cops say she violated her probation terms that were handed down in August after she tried four separate times in one day to sneak on board a flight from San Jose to Los Angeles. She su- uh, she succeeded on the fourth try by sneaking. What is, what is up with San Jose security? I, I don't want to fly out of San Jose, no. I guess. Uh, so this is the way she did it this time. She su- succeeded after she tried three times. The fourth, she was able to do it by sneaking through security checkpoints alongside a family. 
So it's kind of latched Wait a minute, them. but you have to go. You ha- When you go through airport security, before you even go through you know, the luggage thing and go through the, the metal detectors, you have to have one of the gate agents sign your little... And they do that little the, highlighter little scribble swirly, that makes no sense. The swirly check thing. Yeah, only, the swirly highlighter scribble. It probably doesn't even mean anything. Mm. But regardless, they have to look at it. So she was able to just walk side by side with someone multiple and get times. through multiple times. Mm-hmm. Now, now wait a minute. Now, she did it multiple times, and they caught her, and they just sent her on her way. She was so she was arrested, and she was sentenced to 117 days in jail for violating probation, but was shortly released due to jail overcrowding. So she never had to serve time anyway. But then she got busted two more times. And then she got busted three more times. And they never put her in jail. Never put her in jail. No, they tried to for 117 days. However, she didn't even last a day because... uh, How would this woman not be in jail? I don't know. So the TSA is investigating how she was able to get onto the flight uh, on Sunday's flight. This happened this past Sunday uh, in Minnesota and the previous ones. Uh, Lawyers have said that Hartman is a loner who has no family or kids. All right, and uh, she just likes to travel. Blood Vixen in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live, where if you're a subscriber for six ninety nine a month, first week is free. You get to listen live, chat, get access to the archives, all the other amazing live shows. She just wrote, maybe they should hire her to do this for a living. That is a great idea. That is. That's, this is to catch, like, like uh, catch me if you can. I forgot about the end of that movie. Yeah, you're right. Because, yeah, spoilers. Spoilers. Um, it's one of the best movies it ever, by the way. It is a fantastic... Maybe you shouldn't say it then if people haven't seen it, because it is a fantastic If you movie. haven't seen it, I highly suggest watching Catch Me If You Can. It is a great movie, and also the inspiration for everything with Country P.I. But... Uh, <laughs> the inspiration yeah. for your life. <laughs> I mean, I, I think we can say the spoiler, because it's based on a true story. You know, yeah. the guy ends up working for the government, and... And, like, trying to help them fill those holes yeah. as to, like, well, that's why, how, he gets how people are getting away from it. And it. that's what happens with a lot of criminals. You know, then they end up working for the government because they knew how to do things, like hackers and stuff like that. So, huh, that's a good idea. Yeah, she should because she's clearly finding holes in the system. Man. Not only that, on airplanes. I'm just impressed. I want to know how she did it other, the other times. Because you know she's gotten away with it before. Oh, yeah. These are just the times that people know about. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So she's the serial, what is she, the serial stowaway. She's the new Frank Abagnale Jr. I don't really like that that nickname. It's not really the serial stowaway, because I thought maybe she was hiding in, like, the baggage, like, compartment. Serial stowaway sounds like she's hiding bodies, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Bodies and baggage or something. No. The uh, sneaky knit, No. I'd have to think of a few names, yeah. We'll have to think about this. In a story that is made for World of Crazy, I wanted to put this in uh, in here because a lot of people have sent this to me. And it's just weird. It's crazy. Okay. So I wanted to make sure that everyone knew. And yes, this is uh, World of Crazy. It is World of Crazy. So this is out of Hong Kong. It happened four years ago. However, oh, I guess five years ago. It's 2015. However, the story is just coming out now. And let me tell you the story. Okay. So... There is a story that has just come out of Hong Kong about a newborn baby that was born pregnant. Oh. It is the most confusing thing. So let's go into this. So being born pregnant is so rare it's only been documented 200 times. However, it's happened 200 times. Um, but it does actually happen. One in, what was it, like 500, like 5 million or something. How do you mean born pregnant? Let me tell you. Okay, so researchers are reporting this week uh, in the Hong Kong Medical Journal that in November of 2010 there was a case of a newborn girl who was born with what they thought to be two tumors in her abdomen were instead town- found to be an eight-week and a 10-week-old fetus inside of her. What? Inside of the newborn baby's abdomen. 
10 weeks old? Isn't that pretty big? That is. So weighing a half an ounce and a third of an ounce each. I know, far- I know some ladies who are... Never mind. I'm going to be careful what I say. Uh, well, I mean, they're showing. Uh-huh. They said they were showing. They said they said they brought it up, and I didn't just say that they... Yeah, they're two and a half months You've pregnant. You've been around a lot of pregnant talk lately. It's yeah. okay. You can contribute. Well, no, I'm just <laughs> saying they were showing. I'm not saying I walked up and said, hey, we're putting on a few. You pregnant or something? Mm-hmm. No, but they, they were... Showed me they visit. I'm trying to make sure I'm not calling um, somebody fat. You're not calling anybody. I'm fat. so if paranoid you're about a it. Human inside of you. You have to make room for the. human. That's what I mean. Fine. Like I know they're pregnant, and they told me they're pregnant, and then they said, "Oh, look, uh, look at the baby." I hate baby talk. <sighs> I'll just let you spin. Just keep going. How does that fit in there? All right, so then let me tell you this. So weighing a half an ounce and a third of an ounce, each of the individual uh, fetuses, they were far enough along to have limbs. They had four limbs, a spine, a rib cage, intestines, and were both connected uh, through, an um- through umbilical cords to a single placenta-like mass. Wow. So let me tell you how this happened, because I was a little confused about how it happens. So, of course, since it's impossible for the little girl to have conceived the pregnancy on her own, the fertilization of the twin fetuses, of course, belongs to her parents. So the, so the fetuses ended up inside the baby, even though they were the mother's other babies, if oh, that makes so sense. It's so confusing. It's so confusing. And kind of gross in a way. I'm sorry. It is, but it's science. I mean, that's yeah. it, it happens. No, I, mean, I understand. This is an area of science that is gross to me. Yeah. Well, it's, it's definitely weird. So the, the baby girl who was carrying the fetuses underwent successful surgery to remove them at just two weeks of age. I just don't understand. I mean, one's one size. One's the other size. Things that was a, it was a mix-up. That's a fat baby. Oh, I didn't. Okay, so it is more common than I thought it was. So the condition is called fetus in fetu. It's thought to occur in one in 500,000 births worldwide. And this is the second set. That's case. actually more often than that I would is, think. I thought one that I had misread that. I thought it was going to be five million. I, I misread that earlier. No, it says five, one in five hundred thousand births worldwide. Now this is the second such case to be record uh, to be reported in Hong Kong. Hmm. That's nuts. All right. Next up, let's move away from that. Yeah. That seems like Greg. You've heard me talk about you know trying to find different products for anti aging because my face just like the rest of me is getting older mm-hmm. usually uh, discounted those what you go for no no well it seems like every week of course there are new cosmetic advertisements selling the secrets of anti aging but according to some skin experts it isn't a secret at all and greg it's something that you do quite frequently mm. now men could have unwittingly been unlocking the secret for years now and the secret is shaving your face Really? Even if you're a woman, yes. So every time a man shaves his face, not only does he end up getting rid of stubble, but also effectively exfoliates by getting rid of the top layer of skin on his face. And now reports are coming out that it might be the best thing for women as well. Now a lot of people are like, hey, 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 I don't want to shave anything because I don't want it to come back darker and thicker. Yeah, that's always the rumor. The more you shave, then the more hair that grows back. Yep, so many women are told to avoid shaving their legs and go for the option of waxing so the hair doesn't grow back thicker. Um so the notion of that is apparently false. So the notion, the notion that shaving influences regrowth is wrong. Cutting off hair above the root doesn't cause any feedback to the follicle, which is the live part that produces the hair that sits below your skin. So if you do shave okay. your face, it's the exact same hair that you had from the follicle that it was growing at before. It's like if you have you know, like yeah. little fine hairs than it does because, you know, since you, your hair naturally grows out darker, that's why it comes back that way, not because you shave it. Yeah, well, I I kind of figured there really wasn't much scientific 
basis for that, but I was really just trying I'm to explain you. it to you in case you were confused. Eleven-year-old. I thought you would might be still be a little happy. jumbled up about trying to it's talk about pregnant real women. Confused, yeah. Real confused. Real, real confusing. <laughs> well, it's good for uh, everybody's face, male, female, otherwise, um, because it's a mild, a mild form of microdermabrasion. So it encourages collagen, uh, collagen production, which reduces wrinkles. So when there's trauma to the skin, collagen is stimulated to help cell renewal. So that's why when you feel really fresh-faced after you shave your face, mm-hmm. I kind of want to shave my face. I don't like shaving. Well, I mean, yeah, it seems like you know it's a pain in the ass. The possibility of cutting your face open sounds a little scary. Oh yeah, no, I've I've done that plenty of times, but not not too much. But what more? It's nah, I just it's a pain. Mm. Well, they are saying like honestly, the notion that shaving influences regrowth is wrong. Cutting off the hair above the root won't cause feedback to the follicle, which kind of is intriguing to me. I don't okay. know. I just I'm, you're gonna start shaving. I don't know if I, but maybe I'll just I don't know. I'm a little I have like furry on the side. I'll try that and see what. Uh, but I am afraid, even though I'm just reading you're right now. You're gonna that it shave. Says, I'm not gonna. Sh- no. So you're not supposed to use like a regular like man razor. There are women that can use. I think we've talked about these on the show before. The little scalpel like uh, shave mini razors that a lot of women use to like clean up their eyebrows. I didn't know that's what they. That's what they do. So that's what's recommended for the ladies if you'd like to do that. Okay. All right. Speaking of the ladies, finally, this story made me laugh. It's out of Brazil, Greg. Okay. 28 female inmates were able to escape from a Brazilian jail after three women in fantasy police costumes seduced the prison wardens. (laughs) They distracted the prison wardens enough to let 28 female inmates escape. So police found three wardens naked and handcuffed uh, in central Brazil after a mass breakout that happened overnight. Uh, The women reportedly drugged the prison guards by giving them spiked whiskey after convincing them to take part in an orgy. According to investigators, <laughs> inmates, God, men. Uh, new in- episode of Orange is the New Black right here. Seriously. Uh, inmates then left the prison through the main doors, even taking with them guns and ammunition they had taken from um, from the prison. Now, police were able to figure out what happened after they found a bag of lingerie and dominatrix police uniforms believed to have been worn by the escape temptresses. Well, what did the, what did the actual prison guards say? Uh, well, they what was their say- excuse? They didn't say much there. So um, so photos of some of the naked wardens, believed to have been leaked by amused police officers who found them, have been shared on social network sites. You can see them. They're all handcuffed. Drug. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So the three women who were involved in this tantalizing uh, situation, who were dressed in the dominatrix police uniforms. Um, so one of them was reportedly the girlfriend of one of the prisoners who escaped. They arrived at 3 a.m., and asked to be let inside to chat and drink and maybe a little winky-winky. Now, the prison guards reportedly obliged. Oh, yes, this seems logical. <laughs> and were soon persuaded to leave their posts unmanned, accompanied, accompanying the girls to the staff sleeping quarters. <laughs> so the girls offered the wardens whiskey, which was drugged. They drugged the wardens, and the, wi- and the women handcuffed them, took their keys, so and unlocked real, all of the prison cells. Real screening process for Brazilian prison guards, apparently. Yes. Uh, so the woman, one of the women who didn't escape, but she was involved in the escape, said uh, that we opened the doors. Whoever wanted to escape left by the front door. From the moment the wardens drank the whiskey, they don't remember a thing. One was found dizzy trying to wake up. Another slept for the whole afternoon. The inmates took three 12 caliber rifle shotguns, two 38 caliber revolvers, and a lot of ammunition. Uh, so three of the police, the three police officers who were drugged and handcuffed, have been arrested and will be charged with facilitating a jailbreak <laughs> and culpable embezzlement because of the theft of firearms. 
so uh, over the weekend, so this happened last Thursday. So over the weekend, uh, eight of the 28 prisoners were recaptured as police have launched a massive operation to track down all of the fugitives. Uh, one of the inmates was found wandering around in a drunken state holding one of the stolen rifles. Another was caught after stealing a pickup truck from a farm and crashing it. <laughs> and the police responded on the scene to said crash. Wow. So there you go. 28 women prisoners escaped because three took the team or took it for the team by dressing as Brazil's police am- dominatrixes. Brazil's amazing. Yeah. So there you go, my friends. That's your world crazy. Crazy. I never want to go to jail. Okay, weirdo. I wouldn't, I wouldn't fare well in there. But if I did, I would hope somebody would try to pull this move for me. What you want? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's so a real, I'm just putting it out there. That's a good ambition, Greg. All right. Uh, here, I've got a couple other things. Sorry. All right. Now, we've talked about you know how we uh, sometimes look for side jobs. Obviously, one of mine is country PI, but I'm not paid for it yet. Mm-hmm. And Fun Employment Radio is our full-time job here. I do have a couple of things that came up that I wanted to know if you would be interested in. A couple right. of side jobs. I was looking Wait, on where Craigslist. where did you find them? They were on Craigslist. Ooh. It's a bit of a Craigslist. And I thought maybe I'd bring them up to you just to see if this is something you'd be interested in. I would love to because I have been, you know, since I might or might not be shopping for a new apartment sometime soon, <laughs> I need to start saving up some money. Yeah. Okay. All Gotta right. Make that money, money. All right. Well, All let right. me see here. Now, there was one of them that I actually took and I, I did go ahead and apply for this one. I'll say it didn't work out quite as well as I thought. There was somebody who on Craigslist posted this. Uh, podcast radio show needs engineer. Southeast Portland. I'm like, well. You do that. I do that. Yeah. I also consult and I do you know, I do that for several different projects that I don't even talk about all the time on here. So I'm like, yes, I, I can help you out with that. We went through this back and forth email where it went from he gave me the job and we were going to meet for it to... He changed the time of the job. Then he wanted to meet up first, and then he was interviewing people. So uh, it was very confusing, and I'm always very courteous on these things. But I'm just like, hey, let's let's label this out, you know, and make sure I understand. So yeah. I so to- he's saying he's going to pay you for your time, but he wants to meet up with you to try and get the information out of you before he has to that's, pay you for your time. That's what I was kind of gathering no, from I've it. Had somebody do that to me before. I was trying. It's, it's icky feeling. That's that's what I was gathering. So I always just like restate things in a very diplomatic business manner. I'm, I'm pretty good at that. And I sent that back to him. And once I kind of busted this guy on what he was trying to do, he wrote me back uh, last night. I'm going to pass. This is the grammar too. Uh, I'm simply looking to meet you before I pay you money and make sure you are a good fit for this. Your emails have become trying and I am going to go in a different direction with someone else. Thank you. Because you asked him just a specific <laughs> about the meeting. Yes. The specific How question that I asked him you? was, I was just laying out everything he was looking for. And, and then I just wrote, you know, hope you want just wanted to ask and make sure this was correct. That was his response. I'm glad I didn't, didn't meet up well, with him. Well, yeah. So I pre-screened that one for you. No, I've had that happen before where someone's like, I want to talk to you about an interesting opportunity. I'm like, cool. Turns out no. the opportunity was for somebody else that they wanted to talk to me about to see if I could talk to them about it. I'm like, fuck yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> if people don't aren't willing to answer exactly uh, – aren't willing to answer your questions or write out exactly what they're looking for. Sometimes they're not legit. This one, though, Sarah, this one seems legit. Okay, this next one. Me. All right, here it is. Now, is something for me? Now, I know I know that you like to uh, like to take pictures and post them on, uh, on your Instagram account and as things like that. As long as it's that. of, uh, you know, graveyard. Especially in the graveyard. If you mm. follow Sarah on Instagram, she posts a lot of things. Well, here it is. This one says, Instagrams. Next star. Now, they spelled it Instagram. I don't believe that's how you spell Instagram. 
No, but I mean, maybe they're there. onto something. Maybe it's a whole new inst- Instagram. All right, let's see if this is something that you're into. <laughs> All right, I'm, new casting I'm ready. call. Do you think you can break the internet? Are you are your abs trending on Instagram, or maybe that vine of you twerking has over five thousand revines? Gross, Greg. Do you twerk on. Okay. Take the challenge and prove to the world that you're the next big internet sensation. We want to see your hottest Instagram selfies, wildest Vine videos, and anything else that rules the internet. Why do you like? Why do you say that you have something for me, and then you pick like the least, the thing that I would do the least? Well, you like to post a lot of things online. Sometimes you get retweets or revines, or people like it on your Instagram thing, and then it says it takes. It's time to take your status to the next level by seeing how many likes you can get in a short period of time. Then it says, uh, send your name, age, contact deals, and photo for immediate casting consideration. It no. doesn't say what they're casting for. No, I, gee, I wonder why. That's never suspect when they don't say what they're casting for. It also says compensation, no pay. I just realized that. All right, Greg. So basically they're asking, <laughs> they're saying there's no pay. And we're not saying what the job is, but send us all your... Randy pictures. Yeah, send us your free pictures. Send yeah. us boob pictures. Yeah. We won't pay you. Well, there it is. All right. Well, here's another one. This one you could be interested in. All right. Is there a legit one? I'm just going to say the name first, and then you tell me if you want me to go forward. Psychic entertainers sure. want to increase your business. Wow, you had it. I had it there, huh? I mean, do I have to really be psychic? Want to increase your business revenue. I'm just asking. Do you want to know more? <laughs> Would you like to know more? Would you like to know more? Were you doing a Starship Troopers reference? No. That was pretty good. Oh. You I really was Oh, you should have taken credit for that. Well, I, didn't, I don't know if the reference was good, so I didn't want to take credit would for it. Would you like to know more? Oh. Yes, I would like to I know like, more. I like that movie a lot, but I haven't seen it enough to. Okay. Yes, I would like to know more, Greg. Okay. Since 2011, MeetYourPsychic.com has offered psychic entertainment nationwide to thousands of satisfied members. Due to the high demand for our services, we are currently expanding our network. We are seeking... To partner with other professional psychic entertainers. Now, I know you don't do this professionally, but... Wait, no, but if it's a psychic entertainer, that's totally different than something mm-hmm. as a psychic, right? So I can yep. be an entertaining psychic? As an independent contractor, you can work from your location, set your own hours, and enjoy competitive commission referral rates. So here's the thing. You need to just send in your info and say that you're ready to do it. So you got to say you're an experienced professional psychic entertainer. But, you know, you're, you're close. Well, you talk see, all the I day. feel like I could say that because it says psychic entertainer. If it was just psychic... That's one thing, but a psychic entertainer seems like it's someone who could be a little more, a little more freeform, a little more loosey goosey, a little more loosey goosey with the with the rules. All right, so so do you th- do you think this is something you could do? Maybe I mean but here, the- try it. Let's workshop it. All right, ring 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 ring. Okay, so I'm calling you. <clears throat> do I sound like sexy, or does do psychic sound sexy? You want to keep me on the phone? I'm assuming it goes by like the minute. All right. Hello, psychic hotline. Uh, hi, how's it how's it going? I'm oh my calling God. to speak to a psychic. Oh well, you found one. How are you today? I'm 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 doing good. I need some help. Yeah, I can sense that. I can sense that you are feeling a little a yeah. little off your game lately, if you will. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Have you ha- have you gone through some changes in your life recently? Um, no, not really. Not really. Okay. Well, I guess that must be seeing changes are coming, but that is a good thing. Okay. That is a good thing. That's a These good are thing? good changes. You well, know, I don't know. I mean, the spring been... is coming. The the flowers are starting to bloom. Uh, you know, brighter days are ahead. And I see that. You know, I see that not only you know during the springtime, but in your life as well. Okay, that there's there's changes. There, there. What's going to change? There are going to be good changes now. You know, sometimes it might seem subtle, and you might not notice them happening, but they are happening. Like what? 
Well, so, you know, I can't really tell you specifically because I can't have you. Looking I thought you were psychic. It. No, I am, and I can see these good things, but I don't want to ruin it for you. I can see these wonderful changes that are going to come about. And like you are what? Going to be pleasantly surprised. Does it have to do with money? I see a lot more. Uh, I see some financial benefits in your future. I do. I do see that. I do see that. Do you think they'll find the bodies? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, you know what? I give you credit. That wasn't that bad. Yeah, that w- that wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Okay, you just got to do a lot of dancing around. Mm-hmm. You don't give a real answer. Give non-answers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. You might be able to. You might be able to dupe some people. But see, I could never tell anybody anything bad because I'd feel bad about that. So. Well, no, nobody. I guarantee nobody when you call these psychics says anything bad. Like it's always you want people being excited and then just tantalize it just a little bit out. Just a little bit out of reach, so they got to call back again to get more info. Mm-hmm. Info. Give me a call in a week. Let me know where it's at because I can see it coming. Let I me can know. see the no, change happening. I can see but, it happening within this week, but it might be very. No, let me do it. I'm the. Okay. I'm the psychic. All right. No, but it, it might be very slight. You might not notice that it's happening, but that's going to be the instrument of change for you. That's going to continue on all throughout this year. Now, uh, it might seem very subtle, but when you do see it, I want you to call me and let me know. And we'll talk about the next steps that you can take on your journey. <laughs> that was gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. I'm not going to believe anything you ever say again. Mm-hmm. Ew. That kind of weirded me out. Yeah, they, okay. You could be a psychic. All right. I might do that. If I can make my own hours, hot dog. <laughs> I mean, you're basically duping people. Not duping people. You're telling people what they want to hear. Yeah, okay. Says the guy who just said, catch me if you can, is your favorite movie of all time. It's a pretty damn good movie. Yeah. I didn't say of all time, but it's a pretty damn good movie. But if you can, you know, give people some comfort and, like, give them some hope that maybe something good is right around the corner, what's the, what's the shame in that? Well, and also, I'm sure it's like five ninety nine a minute. I totally. didn't look up the website. I didn't actually look it up. I'm sure you do pretty well on it. Mm-hmm. All right. That, that didn't go as... Quite like I thought, because you were actually. Oh, you were trying right to set me up to be terrible. I at thought it? maybe you'd be really bad at it, and now it turns out you're actually pretty good at it, and that kind of weirds me out a little bit. I don't, I don't know if I like this. All right. Um, well, I do have one other thing that I need to bring up because it's been posted to me a lot. All right. And it's important because what have I said that this is, is it the a year short of Sarah? Joke? Oh, no. is it the year of the Squatch? No, I get a lot of short jokes on my Facebook page. Yes, that, that does happen. <sighs> is it the year of the Squatch, Greg? It's the year of the Squatch! Oh, my God. I do think there's a Squatch in these woods. Squatch! All right, Sarah, here's the deal. We've got a Squatch sighting, and it's a big Squatch sighting because it's not just one, not two, not three, four Squatches in one shot. This is what has happened, and it's happened at a very reputable park, Yellowstone National Park, Sarah. So here's what happened. They've got cameras, you know, trail cams that are out all around Yellowstone Park where you can watch the animals and go out there, and sometimes you can watch them live, whatever. This is one of these videos. What it shows, I'm going to set the stage... It oh, shows. Squatch stage, please, Greg. It's a big snowy field, few trees, and it shows these uh, four buffalo, or four or five. I don't know how many buffalo are in there. They're kind of whatever. There's some buffalo, and they're not afraid of the squatches. Buffalo milling around. Hang on, you're ruining my story. I'm trying to say this. I'm sorry. You're painting the picture. I was asking things because I can't see your my picture. Your picture with my eyes. You're painting it with your words. 
anyway, here's this guy talking about too. Bison. Okay, he calls them bison, but that's that's also buffalo. So there's some bison that are out there, and then in the background you see these four creatures walking through the back. And as they walk through the back, it's very clear that what you have, what you're dealing with, are four Sasquatches. Now, they're tall. Is it really clear? It's very blurry. It's very far away. They look like maybe they could be people on cross-country skis, but it's clearly not. It's clearly just four Sasquatches that are out hunting some buffalo. Now, the video ends, of course, as soon as they walk into the frame. They don't explain what happened to the video after that. However, it's very clearly buffalo in Yellowstone National Park. This is a video and from uh, right Thinker Thunker. I do see something. So keep your eyes peeled for right up here, and we'll see all four single file. And I'm just scrubbing back and forth. See them sneaking through up there, coming up downwind. See, now this guy goes this through guy it. There's an 11 not minute video. This crazy at all. Greg. That is online. And if you go to Thinker Thunker on YouTube, you it's, can see the entire video. Isn't it funny how like crazy people sometimes all have the same timbre of their voice? Mm-hmm. Like uh, they do yeah. when, like, especially like the Squatch Hunters, like they all kind of talk like this a little bit. Like they're trying to sound as professional as possible. Slowly forward. I like that he put music behind it too. And now the buffalo are pretty much moving the entire time. It's not like. There's a lot for them to stop and graze on. And oh my God! Boom! Already, the four made it to right here, and I'll scrub back and forth. See, now it's an 11-minute video that you can watch, fully detailing exactly what's going on. There is a point in it where he talks about the buffalo pooping, um, but this is from Thinker Thunker, and it has been viewed 607,000 times. Wow! I need to start doing my own commentary on these videos. So anyway, there we go, Sarah. Clear evidence. Fully proving my theory that 2015 is the year of the Squatch. I do think there's a Squatch in these woods. Squatch! There we go. <laughs> there it is. All right. One thing Sometimes I do want to say, though, because yeah. they do they do show that... It, it may or may not be people on cross-country skis if you actually look at it. that They could be moving like that. Yeah. But you know where you could pick up some cross-country skis around here, Sarah? Where would that be, Greg? At Next Adventure. Oh, that's ne- a great store. Next Adventure located right on 3rd and Stark right here in Portland, Oregon. and Or excuse me, on Grand and Stark. On Grand and Stark. <laughs> Grand and, Grand and, and also Stark. all over the world at nextadventure.net. Nextadventure.net. They are wonderful sponsors of Fun Employment Radio. And seriously, they're awesome people. Um, big thank you to everybody who's been going in there, too, and shooting us emails, letting us know you went in. Uh, Tim shot me a picture of it, and uh, Aaron just wrote in and said he talked to Brian of Deacon Brian at one of the uh, trade shows that are going on. So next adventure, they're on the corner of Stark and Grand. Fantastic store. Any kind of outdoor equipment you could ever think of. New, used. New, used. All, quite honestly, better prices than you're going to get at a lot of other places. And I've been going to them for years and years, and it's so awesome that they're now they're a sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. So nextadventure.net. You can buy online anywhere you are and have it shipped to you or just go into the store. You can buy stuff, rent stuff. Right now they have their ski closeouts, so that means you can get ski gear for a pretty good price. Mm-hmm. This is the time of year to pick that stuff up because you yeah, get last true. year's model for, for less expensive. It's <laughs> yes. pretty cool. So nextadventure.net. Greg, we have a couple birthdays today. Yes, we do. Yeah. So a couple special birthdays. Everybody's birthday is special, of course. 
Well, most people's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these ones are specials. Well, we the first one I know actually came from the chat earlier. Yes. With, uh, but of course, you know, we talked about our live stream and in the live chat, a lot of people go by different handles. This is a person by the name of Tyrannosaurus Sex. Tyrannosaurus Sex. Tyrannosaurus Sex is engaged. What? Oh, he is? He is engaged, and this is his fiance's birthday today. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so uh, T-Sex wanted to wish a very happy birthday to his fiance, Valerie. Valerie. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Boom, boom, boom. Now, this next birthday, actually, I don't know if I can say too much uh, because... I'm not sure if everything's transacted yet as far as a gift that was going to be given. Um, But we got an email from Lisa, listener Lisa, and she is from the Pacific Northwest, but she moved to New York not very long ago with her boyfriend, Eric, and it is Eric's birthday. So they're up in New York in the snowstorm right now, but they listen to the show, I guess, every day, and that is so awesome. So happy birthday to Eric. And to his uh, non-listening twin brother, but maybe we can get Nick to listen by wishing him a happy birthday as well. Yeah. Happy birthday, Nick. Happy. We, we like Eric better. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn, damn right. right. Awesome. Ooh. All right. Oh, man. I don't want to look for another place to live, Greg. Okay. Well, so I'm going to be doing a sting tomorrow. Is that right? You're not going to be doing a sting. If it's being sold, it's being sold. There's nothing you or your creepy banker out uh, there can hi, do Hi. My about name's it. Steve. I'm an intern from the bank. I'm here you to- You know that you have turned into Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, right? No, I'm not Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. You're aware of this. Now all you need is like a cheese smell on you all the time. I don't know. I am nothing like that character from It's Always Sunny. I'm going to go undercover. I'm a country PI, Sarah, country private investigator. Steve from the bank. Uh, yeah, hi, I'm, I'm Steve from the... I'm trying to get a good banker voice. I'll work on that. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Attention, everyone. There is something I need to say. I've got something to say. But I'm not going to give you too many details right now. I'll just say tomorrow on the show... We might have a very big surprise, a big announcement, mm-hmm. an announcement. It went from big surprise to big announcement to an announcement. It's a big announcement. <laughs> uh, so we'll be we'll be making that uh, tomorrow on the show. So you'll have to tune in to the next episode for that. Awesome! You're gonna like it. I'm excited. It's gonna be. It's pretty cool. I think they will. It's pretty damn mm-hmm. cool. All right. Uh, coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be guys and balls. Yeah. Guys and Balls right here on the network. That'll be about 7.30 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, No Dally Sessions this week, but I believe he'll be back next week. Awesome. So there we go. All right, you guys are so awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's fantastic. And we will be back tomorrow with more FunEmploymentRadio.com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.